Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You are healer. 
We thank you, Father God, for being a healer. We stand with Carlos' sister this morning. Yeah, declare that over your life. My God, the heavens are open over my life. My God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My God, that's where his glory is revealed. And that is not for just the end time. And that is not just for later. That is for now. My God, Father, I thank you that the heavens are open over my life. My um, pastor is doing a teaching right now on the power of the open heaven. And it has just been blessing me. It's been talking about how when we come in alignment with heaven, what that looks like. So declare that boldly. The heavens are open over my life. My God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. The heavens are open over my children's lives. My God. Put that in the comments. Don't be afraid to boldly declare over your family, your children. My, the heavens are open over Javen, Jaleel, Jermaine, Josiah, Judah, Lyric, Logan, Shiloh, Zayden, and Casey's life over LMJ Ministries, over every partner, over my friends, over my family, over my loved ones. I thank you, Father God. The heavens are open. Thank you, Lord. My God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My God. And open heaven. Mm. I made the best cup of coffee this morning. We are under. Hey, don't don't fit. You can join us on YouTube as well. We got a whole community growing on YouTube. Good morning, George King. Um, we got a whole community growing. My God, we are under an open heaven. My God, declare. The heavens are open over my life, right? My God. Yeah, the heavens are open over the schools in the nation. Come on now. My God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. My God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you. My God, thank you. My God, I thank you. My God, we welcome you. My God, we welcome you. My God, we welcome you. We welcome you. We welcome you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My God, we thank you. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you. My God, we thank you. My God, we mark this day to be a different day. My God, we thank you, Father God, that this is a good day. This is a different day that we will experience unusual activity. My God, unusual encounters with you. My God, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for unusual encounters with you. My God, we thank you, Lord. 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 My God, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My God, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We lift up the name of Jesus. We lift up the name of Jesus. We glorify you, Lord. 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 My God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My God. Thank you, 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 thank you. My God. We glorify you, yeah. Miracle. Feel the peace of God, yeah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your strength. Thank you for supernatural strength. Thank you for unusual activity. Thank you, Lord God, that you are working on our behalf. We thank you, Father God, that we experience the fullness of your joy. We thank you, Father God, that we experience the fullness of your joy. We thank you, Father God, that we experience your peace. 
We thank you, Father God, that we experience your love. We thank you, Father God, that even in our waiting, Lord God, my God, we are so full of your joy, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that our words, our words line up with heaven, Father God. We thank you for opening the eyes of our understanding to the hope of who you called us to be in Christ Jesus. Lord God, this is not a mental thing with you, Father God. So we thank you, Lord God. We receive revelation, knowledge of who we are in Christ Jesus, Lord God. Let us have greater understanding of you, Lord God. Let us have greater understanding of you, Lord God, of Jesus, of the Holy Spirit, of how important we are. We thank you, Father God. We choose this day who we serve, Lord God. We decide to serve you, Lord God. We lay ourselves before you. We drive out all indecision right now in the name of Jesus. We drive out indecision. We cancel. We will not be indecisive. We'll be firm in the things of God. We thank you, Lord God, for shaking us up. We thank you, Lord God, for plucking up the roots of negativity in our lives. We thank you for removing the sky, scales off our eyes. We thank you, Father God, that we are not brainwashed, my God, by the things of this world, that our spiritual senses are enlightened, that our discernment is increasing, Father God. We thank you, Lord God. My God, can you just put your hands over your ears for a second? Father God, we thank you, Father, for our spiritual ears, which is really our heart, but we thank you, Father God, our spiritual ears are sensitive to hear you, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. Our eyes are open to see. We thank you, Lord God. Our heart is pliable to trust you, Lord God, that we will be anxious for absolutely nothing, everything in prayer and supplication, making our requests known. My God, we thank you for sound mind this morning, Lord God. We place on the breastplate of righteousness. We thank you that our shoes are fitted with the gospel of peace, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, even though the enemy may run to and fro like a lion. He cannot devour us, Lord God, because our victory was already sealed on the cross. I thank you, Father God. We are coming into remembrance of all things, Lord God. The authority when we walk in in Christ Jesus. Father God, you said, speak to the mountain my God, and it will be removed from our lives. So right now we drive out hate, my God. We drive out hate right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Holy Spirit, that we walk in a spirit of forgiveness. We thank you, Holy Spirit, that we walk in clarity. We thank you, Holy Spirit, that we walk in a sound mind. We thank you, Holy Spirit, that we walk in peace, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that the word is bubbling up, my God, like a brook. We thank you, Father God, for being the living water. We give you permission, Father God, today to prune us. Will you put that in your notes, Lord? I give you permission to prune me. I give you permission to prune me, Father God, so that I can bear more fruit. My God, your word is the truth. It is living. It is active. It is moving. It is creating. My God, it is restoring. My God, Father God, we thank you, Father, for your word to restore and to refresh us. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm going to read Psalms 91 over us today. We're taking Psalms 91. We take it like medicine. Um, we read it from a place of faith. Um, we insert our names in there and we stand in the security of the one. So when we trust in the Lord, there's security in him. <laughs> when we trust, I'm going to say that again. When we trust in the Lord, there's security in him. And one of the things that we work on on this devotional is being shadow dwellers, staying in his shadow, being up close, being up front with him. Um, making sure we um, stay in his presence at all times. So when we say things like, Lord, we give you permission to prune us, right? Go over to John 15, read the 15th through the 17th verse, read them again, reminding us how important it is for us to stay connected 
to the vine, right? And he prunes us, not because he's mad at us, not to discipline us. Remember, we learned that the other day. I feel the power of the Holy Spirit. Whoa! Um, he prunes us because he loves us, right? And if I was connected to um, a system that um, had infiltrated me, right? If I was septic or if I needed to do a blood exchange, right? When they do something um, called apheresis, which is a blood exchange, they take off your blood and they put on new blood. Well, that's what happens to us when we accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. We got new blood running through us. The problem, however, is we still operate, most of us, under a an old system. We still operate. Can I tell you um, evidence that you still operate under an old system is when you get offended by the things of God. I'm just going to be real. When things are presented to you and it doesn't feel like relief, it feels like offense, it's you, you're still divine, you're still connected. Your spirit is still connected to the things of the old system, right? So Romans 12 tells us you got to renew your mind in the word so that you can walk in new systems. You can have new thought processes. Well, this takes time. This takes time. This takes time. It's not easy. Think about however many years old you are, right? However many years old you are and think about that's how many years you've been impacted by your culture, you've been impacted by your systems, you've been impacted by the things around you, things that have disconnected you, things that have come for your heart, things that have come for your faith, right? However you were taught to respond. So I have to put more word in me, right? And this is not about quantity, because sometimes we'll be, okay, I read this, oh, I read this, I read this. I don't, if you read through the Bible 365 days a year and you ain't got no revelation, it doesn't matter. We're talking about we got a clear understanding. We're understanding who we are in Christ Jesus first, the value of my righteousness. I understand what he says about me first. Remember, we took that journey last year. I understand who I am in Christ Jesus. We take that first. We take on understanding. I need revelation. Put this in your notes. I need revelation of who I am in Christ. Oh my God, I need, and not saying, just saying what others say. We are, that's mental assent. That's parroting. That's mimicking. We don't want to mimic. We don't want to say what others say. We want to have revelation of this is what God says about me. These are the promises of God. This is what my righteousness means. This is who I am in Christ Jesus. This is how God feels about me. Because then what happens is those thoughts begin to replace the negative thoughts or the thoughts of the world system. God was revealing, I love, this going to sound strange. Some people be like, what? But I love to fast, right? Because every time I fast, right? It does something and God, God will reveal something to me, right? And so I I, full, I did like a hard fast Monday and today, and a lot of times when we fast, we don't get all the revelation. Today I was in the shower and the Lord was revealing to me things in the shower. Like he was showing me a few things that was still wrapped in my fleshly DNA and not my um, spiritual DNA. And he was like, this is why you did this. And I was like, Oh wow. Right. Like, wow. But not taking a heavy, not being overwhelmed or consumed, but like, wow, this is still a part of my life. This is why I think like this. This is why I respond like this. Thank you for revealing this to me, Holy Spirit. Um, because now once I get revelation of it, guess what happens? I can deal with it accordingly in the word. Now I can apply pressure in the word with the help of the Holy Spirit. Remember John 14, 26, he's your strengther. He's your comforter. He's your advocate. That's why we got to rely and press into the Holy Spirit. He knows how we were spiritually coded. And so as more word gets in us, then I get more revelation of who I am in Christ Jesus. And I don't walk around in this earth, in this world as if I'm powerless. 
And I don't walk around in this earth and this world as if I'm orphaned. I don't walk around in this um earth as if if, if as, as if Jesus isn't my big brother, as, as if God is not my father. I don't spend a whole lot. I was having a conversation with um can I say, oh, it's weird. I'm very sensitive about my family because this is their journey as well. So I share what I feel like the boys are cool with me sharing. But I was having a conversation with my son, one of my sons, and I said to him, I said, from this space, this space forward, right? Because we were just talking about some of the things in the past. And he was like, why? You know, I, I want to know why this happened, boom, 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 boom. And I said, you may not ever get the answer of why. And if you don't ever get the answer of why, then you need to make the determination on whether or not you're going to let this that happened in your past hinder you from moving forward, right? <laughs> are you going to let this in your past hinder you from moving forward, son? Or are you going to take the information and like flip it upside down? Are you going to take the information and turn your lemon into lemonade? Are you going to take the information, right? And take, turn, take your stumbling blocks and turn them into stepping stones. That's a choice. That's a, that's a calculated decision that I make the decision once, once I get revelation of who I am through Jesus Christ, not through anything else. Revelation of who I am through Jesus Christ. Once I get that revelation of who I am in Jesus Christ, then I begin to operate in a different authority. Why? Because I understand my spiritual DNA. So that's why we show up every morning so that we find a walk around with our identity, right? We want to do, we want to do, this is what's rooted in us. Uh, this is what's, this is what our foundation is. And I'm just thankful. Every time you reveal something, I'm like, I used to be like, oh my gosh, there's so much more wrong with me. Now I'm like, oh my gosh, thank you for revealing this so that I can get this out of me. I don't want this in me anyway. I don't want this in me anyway. I want to know who I am in Christ. I want to operate in the fullness of who I am in Christ. And the only way I'm going to know who I am is in Christ is that is revealed by my maker and the one who made me, even though the seed came from Janie and Derek, still the one who made me is in heaven. He's the one, Psalms 139 and 16. He's the one that blew breath into my mother's body, right? And so then he can teach me how I am, who I am, whose I am. So when I receive my spiritual, right, my spiritual blood exchange, then through the leading of the Holy Spirit, once I accept, yes, say my yes to Jesus, then the leading of the Holy Spirit, we begin to rewire and reroute my thinking and pull me more into the development of who I am in Christ. Because there is a fine line. I'm just telling you, that's why the I, I tell people all the time, I'm gonna say this again, I'll say this 30 times. If the if everybody's doing it, <laughs> I'm gonna say this after the narrow path is really narrow in the kingdom. God was revealing some stuff to me about marketing, about branding, about just some kingdom to kingdom kind of way. The path in the kingdom is very, y'all say that, put that in your notes. The path in the kingdom is narrow. So if everybody is doing it, if everybody has caught on to it, my God, it's probably not the kingdom way of handling and doing things. And if we're going to really let God be God, then we have to let him orchestrate our purpose according to the plan. Because it's a fine, the enemy is deceptive. It's a fine line in that. All right, let me read Psalms 91 and then we're going to go through Proverbs 18 today. So I hope you receive that. Yeah, right? I hope you receive that and understand, you know what? I need to know more about who I am in Christ Jesus. I need to know more about who I am. I need to know more of who I, I need to know more of what's of this world and what and if you begin to ask God to show me, Lord, show me the things of this world. Show me the things of this world that are attached to my life. Show me the things of this world that do not look like He'll begin to reroute you. He'll begin He all the time. Ah, 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 don't touch that. Ah, 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 don't be involved in that. Ah, 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 ah. You know, people will say all the time. One one of my friends and I were talking and she said that Somebody was like, what do you do for fun? Like, what do you do for downtime? And, you know, it's just like, you need to watch this. And she was like, right now in this season, 
I can't do that, right? Like my ears are very sensitive. I can't watch stuff with profanity. Uh, anytime I try, my spirit is grieved. I can't watch stuff with a lot of violence. Like you have to know your season. You have to understand who you are. You have to ask the Father, show me the things of the world that are slight in my life, right? They're slight. They slip. They slide in because you might not need that in your spirit in this season. And if every, that's my rule of thumb. If everybody is on it, it's probably not for Lakeisha. <laughs> It's probably not for Lakeisha. It's probably not for Lakeisha. If everybody on it, it's probably not for Lakeisha. It's probably, probably doesn't belong in my life. Probably something I don't need to be a part of. So, Father God, we thank you for your word this morning. Overwhelm us with your goodness in Jesus' name. Let me read Psalms 91 on earth. We're going to take this like medicine. We're taking this as we, if we take Psalms 91 like you putting your alarm code up. That's how it is. Like you getting ready to set your alarm, right? He who dwells, and I always put my name, Lakeisha, Javen, Jaleel, Jermaine, Josiah, Judah, Lyric, Logan, Shiloh, Zayden, Casey, Ramonda, Tracy, Deshana, Stasi, Andrea, Jessica, Shonda, my God, thank you, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Kimberly, my God, Janie, and Derek, all my siblings, all LMJ ministry partners, everyone on this devotional, who dwell in the secret place or the shelter of the Most High will remain secure and rest in the shadow of the Almighty, whose power no enemy can withstand. You need to say that to yourself today. The, I'm, and I'm in the Amplified. Whose power no enemy can withstand the power of God. Write that in your notes. No enemy. See, this is when God is revealing himself to you. No enemy can withstand the power of God. Lord, no enemy can withstand your power. So if no enemy can withstand your power and I'm a shadow dweller, what am I scared of? What am I shaken by? What am I moved by? Let me see what the message Bible says in that very first verse. It says, you who sit down in the place and the high of God's presence, spend the night in Shaddai's shadow. Say this. God, you're my refuge. I trust in you and I am safe. And then it says, that's right. He rescues you from hidden traps, right? He says, I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust with great confidence and on whom I rely. Lord, I rely on you. I don't rely on nothing else. I don't rely on nothing else. I'm going to rely on you for he will save you from the trap of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. Come on, y'all. He will cover you and completely protect you with his pinions and under his wings, you will find refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and a wall. My God, he is faithful. God's faithfulness is a shield and a wall. My God, put that in your nose. God's faithfulness. My God, God's Faithfulness is a shield and a wall. That's the best security system ever. That's the best security system. I'm under the best protection ever. His faithfulness is like a shield and a wall. He will cover you completely and protect you with his pinions. And under his wings, you will find refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and wall. You will not be afraid of the terror at night. So if I'm afraid at night, that's something trying to torment me. That's something trying to tear me. That is not from God. When God want to keep you up, he keeps you up. Can I tell you something? The enemy is so slick. He'll have you up thinking you stand and watch or on guard. If God got you up on a prayer watch or on guard, that's not a fearful thing. The enemy likes for you to be fearful at night. The enemy likes you. The terrors at night that have you tear, that have you up, that have you worried, that have anxious. That is not from God. God is not. When God wants you on high alert, he's going to give you scriptures to pray. He's going to tell you different things. When he's waking you up at night, push into prayer at him, right? Come on now. Those terrors at night do not come from God. That's not from him. Nor of the arrow that flies by day. We ain't going to be messed up with nothing in the daytime either. Nor of the pestilence that stalks in darkness. Nor of the destruction, sudden death that lays waste at noon. A thousand may fall at your side. Ten thousand at your right hand. 
but danger will not come near you. You will only be a spectator as you look on with your eyes and witness the divine repayment of the wicked as you watch safely from the shelter of the most high. See, this is the word that calms your fears. This is the word that reminds you of how faithful your God is in protecting you, how faithful your God is in protecting your children. My God, Lord, we thank you for your faithfulness and witness the divine repayment of the wicked as you watch safely from the shelter of the most high because you have made the Lord who is my refuge, even the most high your dwelling because you chose me first. <laughs> Because you chose to hang out with me. Because you chose to put your affection and your love upon me. I love this. He said, because you have made the most high your refuge, even the most high your dwelling place. No evil will befall you, nor will any plague come near your tent. For he will command. Say that. He will command. You got to know how important your angels are. That's why you got to understand what your righteousness is. For he will command. My God. The Lord. Write that in your notes. The Lord will command. When you write your script. When you're writing in your notes. You're writing out scriptures on your heart. You're putting in. You know. I'm, I'm a teacher by trade. Right. You're putting it into your memorization. It's not. a. It's, it's good for you to say it but when you write it and you say it again you're building up your spiritual immunity and you want to build up your spiritual immunity come on y'all you building up your spiritual immunity it says, but danger will not come near you. You will only be a spectator as you look on with your eyes and witness the divine repayment of the wicked as, as you watch safely from the shelter of the Most High. You're going to watch this, but not be touched by this. My God, I'm going to watch this, but not be touched by this. My God, because you made the Lord my refuge, even the Most High, your dwelling place. No evil will befall you, nor will any plague come near your tent. For he will command his angels in regard to you to protect and defend and guard you in your ways of obedience and servants. There is divine protection when you choose to obey God. There is divine protection. Can I tell you, protection comes with every assignment. Oh, that's a word for somebody. Protection comes with every assignment. My God. You ought to put that in your notes. Protection comes with every assignment protection comes with my work assignment protection comes with my assignment as a mother protection comes as my assignment with a wife my god his protection runs so deep this isn't just from danger protection comes with every protection comes with yara in the surgery room protection the holy spirit a leader and guider and keeper from making mistakes protection comes my god lord i thank you for your protection he will command his angels to regard you to protect and defend and guard you in all your ways when you are in obedience and service the angels are gonna guard you in all your ways father forgive us for not yielding to our angels forgive us for always thinking that we have to protect ourselves because we don't <laughs> they will lift you up in your hands so you don't even strike your foot against the stone my god they'll keep you from making bad mistakes they'll guide you and turn you around from making wrong decisions my god i said you will tread upon the lion and the cobra right my God, <laughs> the young lion and the serpent, you will trample under a foot. That's your authority through Christ Jesus. That's your authority through Christ Jesus. So when you go to work, you need to be reading your, activate your security system daily, right? This isn't just about physical protection. This is deeper than this. This is a spiritual protection. He going to lead you. He going to guide you. He going to keep you. He going to lead you in your way. He going to keep you from making bad decisions. He'll keep you from making bad mistakes. He'll keep you in the right places. You ain't got to be fearful of people in the wrong relationships. No, I'm under the shadow of the almighty. He's going to tell me to turn this way. He's going to tell me to turn this way. He has angels guiding me along the way. Lord, thank you for our angels guiding me. And I love this is because he set his love on me, right? Because I set my love on a God because we set our affection on God. Therefore, I will save him. Even when I make bad mistakes, he can save me. I will set him securely on high because he knows my name. He confidently trusts and relies on me knowing 
knowing I will never abandon him. No, never. Write that in your notes. I will confidently trust and rely on you, Lord, knowing you will never abandon me. My God, that is so good. That is so good. That's a whole nother way for us to look at Psalms 91. He said, I will confidently, Lord, I'm going to confidently trust and rely on you, not Lakeisha. I'm going to confidently trust and rely on you, knowing you will never leave me or forsake me. That's another way to say it. You're not going to never, you're never, ever, ever, ever going to abandon me. You're never going to abandon me. You will not abandon me. No, never. You said in your word, you will never leave me or forsake me. And you are not a God that shall lie. It says he will call on me. My God. Every time you pray to the Lord, he answers. My God. He going to answer. He might not answer all at one time, but he heard you. There is not a prayer that gives praise, that God don't hear. He always hears you. He always hears you. He said, you're calling me and I will answer. I will be with him in trouble. I will rescue him and honor him. With a long life, I will satisfy him and I will let him see my salvation. I remember one time I was in a car accident and I clipped somebody, but I clipped somebody because I was trying to keep from somebody else from hitting me. And we were going through all these legal proceedings and she was suing me. <laughs> and it was crazy because she was suing me like two late, two years later, my husband had died. He was in the wreck and she was suing me for two, but I had got a great insurmountable peace that even in this situation that God was going to be with me. And when we were going through all the mediation and all the different things and they, the other lawyer, it was so funny because the other lawyer was trying to attack my character when he couldn't, right? They had summoned my phone records to see if I was texting. Um, then they come to figure out that she had lied, um, that she was uh, speeding. Like it just, but I didn't have to say absolutely nothing. As a matter of fact, when we had got ready to go to court, I hadn't heard from my attorney and I emailed him. I said, ma'am, I haven't heard from you. Um, I know we're supposed to be in court. He said, Miss Johnson, case settled. <laughs> and it was, and, and my insurance paid everything. Miss Johnson, case settled, case settled. But I had an insurmountable peace during these whole proceedings. I was just like, no, God, you on this. Not me, you on this. I know I wasn't doing anything wrong. This was an accident. Sometimes accidents just happen. No, Lord, you on this, right? You on this. This is your name. This is not my name. I was driving my husband, as a matter of fact, to the doctor's appointment. My mother, no, you, you on this. And when I put him on this, he handled it accordingly. And we didn't even have to go to court. And I didn't even, she didn't get to sue me. She sued my insurance company and they paid her. But that's what's ins what insurance for. That's why we pay insurance. That's what it looks like to be protected. Now, let's go over to Proverbs 18. We're not going to stay here long. I want to give you a little bit of this. We're going to chew through this, okay? I want to chew through this. Um, I want to look through this. We're going to get some wisdom. Remember, when we talk about Proverbs, we talk about wisdom. Wisdom. If you want wisdom, read Proverbs, right? Um, we truly believe that Proverbs was attributed to by Solomon. So these are what the wisdom literature of the Bible, right? This is what we pass on to the generation. When the James tells us if anyone needs wisdom, right? If anyone needs wisdom to ask and they'll get it. This is the wisdom of the Bible. So we're going to go to Proverbs. Um, oh, this is good, Lord. <laughs> we're going to go through Proverbs the 18th verse. Um, and we're going to go to the third verse. Um, you know, I like to back up a little bit and I know that I can. So we're going to back up just a little bit. It says he who will willfully separates himself from God and man seeks his own desire. So if he's given us wisdom today, we want to make sure we're not seeking our own desire. Lord reveal to us how and where in my life we may still be seeking our own desire. Come on, y'all. Come on, this is how the word works in us, right? The word doesn't come to us just to tell us our time. Oh, this is how you finna get blessed. The blessings come because you seek the kingdom. 
right? The blessings come because you get more understanding, more revelation knowledge. The blessings come because you understand how to apply the word and be governed according to its principles. The blessings come because you're going to dwell in the secret place because you understand it's more important to be in the secret place than anything else. So he, when he brings us to a place like this in Proverbs, and it says, he who willfully separates himself from God and man seeks his own desire. When I willfully separate myself from God, when I know better, but I don't do better, right? When I know better, but I don't do better, right? I know better, but I don't do better, right? When I know better, but I don't do better, right? He quarrels against all sound wisdom. Second verse, a close-minded fool does not delight in understanding, Father God, help us to not be closed-minded. We're going to stop at the third verse today. Help us to not be closed-minded. A closed-minded fool does not delight in understanding. My God, Father God, we need your understanding. Father God, we need revelation in your word. We don't want to be closed-minded. We want to delight in understanding. It says, but only, this is what it says. It says, a closed-minded fool does not delight in understanding. Help us, Holy Ghost, but only in revealing his personal opinions. <laughs> Who unwittingly displaying his self-indulgence. Come on now. My God. Unwillingly, unwittingly displaying his self-indulgence. And in this word it says stupidity, right? Another way to look at verse 2 is a compulsive talker. Oh, the Holy Spirit is something else. Y'all know we've been talking about this. The Lord been talking to us a whole lot about being more quiet. A compulsive talker never listens. Only pausing to plan what he will say next. Say it one more time. A compulsive talker never listens only pausing to plan what he will say next every speech confirms what a fool he is <sighs> because i got a communications background come on now come on now it, it, the the art of communicating is so but this is not just for people this is between us and god always coming before god always rattling off always saying something not really reading not really reading not like really reading i made a post that was a joke on my personal facebook page and some people thought it like was real so i'm not really reading not really seeking understanding in every conversation looking to respond assuming you understand what the other person is saying without really getting clarity of if that's what they mean. So busy trying to show what you know. Uh, I did, can, I, can I tell you why I, I have a conviction about this? Because I used to live like this. That Can I tell you why I got a conviction? Because I really used to live like this. And I had to purpose myself to close my mouth. Because I was a compulsive talker, never listening. Only pausing to plan what I want to say next. Only saying what I want to say next. Never really reading. Never connecting to the people around me. My voice, what I wanted to say was way more important than anything else. Was way more important than anything else. It's deep. It's deep. We don't even, can I tell you something? We don't even really recognize that we do this. Because most of this, this has been wrapped up in how we are. This has been wrapped out. One of my goals and purpose this year was to be a better listener so I could really hear what the person was saying without judging the conversation and just inserting my opinion and recognizing as well of when I don't need to say anything at all. <laughs> when I don't need to say anything at all. 
My God, when I need native, that, that communicating from a place of security versus communicating from a place of insecurity, right? Communicating from a place of security versus from a place of insecurity. So a compulsive talker never listens, never, only pausing to plan what he say next. And each speech confirms what a fool he is. This was my, this was my problem to a default. Excited in conversation, over-talking people, my problem to a default. This last year and a half, I have, I'm forcing myself to be a better listener, to read what you're saying, to understand what you're saying, to not assume anything because I understand now, according to the word of God, those are foolish ways. Those are foolish ways. Meredith, yes, I'm understanding that's more important than anything. Third verse, and then we wrapping up here. When the wicked man comes to the death of evil, contempt of all that is pure and good also comes, right? When the wicked man comes to the death of evil, contempt of all pure and good also comes. And with inner baseness, dishonor, comes outer shame when the wicked man comes to a certain place in evil a, a wicked they don't want nothing pure they don't want you to talk about nothing pure right dishonor is gonna come and scorn is gonna come when we get to a certain place i i'm i'm reading on honor now honor is so important god is honorable well when i'm wicked when i'm um willfully separating myself from god and man I will not show any honor. I'll talk about people that I, I, social media bull, bully. I'll rap. And sometimes we can wrap stuff in the scripture. And because we are a person of faith, we can post something. It's a tell it like it is. Facebook policing, um, causing more division. When the word actually tells us our words are supposed to be sweet. Our words are supposed to be soothing. How we address people. If we got a problem with somebody, we're not supposed to write public shame. We're supposed to address that person directly. <laughs> Woo! Can I tell you something? Jesus was the kindest man I know. He was direct, but very kind. And that is what I'm working on. So when a wicked man comes to a death of evil, a certain death, contempt. He going to contempt. He going to hate all this pure and good. And it also comes with an inner baseness. It also comes with dishonor. And it also comes with scorn. Those all come with it as well. Those all comes with it as well. We're going to pause right there. That's good. We're going to pause right there. That's good. I'm going to put my little pen in the note. We're going to go back through 18. I was, I was wondering where the Lord is leading us. He's going to lead us right back into. See, nah, I ain't even got to say that. Okay. Yes, sir. Um, when God is uprooting something out of us, right? Because remember, we started this journey talking about how to intensify our prayer life. And then God started checking a journey to affirm us in his word for us to understand our righteousness. And now there must be some deep waters that he needs to deal with us, in us so that we can, so that we can, so that we can, so that we can have a prayer life and a relationship with him that's honorable. Father God, we thank you for your word today. We thank you, Father God, for transforming us. My God, my God, thank you for transforming us. We thank you for transforming us. We thank you for transforming us. We thank you for revealing to us. We thank you, Father God, that we're beginning to look like you look. We thank you for transforming us in your sight, that you have your hand upon us, that the word is the greater witness, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for honor. We thank you, Father God, for truth. We thank you, Father God, for peace. We thank you, Father God, for justice. We thank you, Father God, for love. We thank you, Father God, for grace. We thank you, Father God, for rerouting us, Lord God, so that we are not compulsive talkers, that we get understanding, that we do not speak from a place of insecurity, but we talk from our security in you. Remove anything in our thought process in which our speech doesn't line up. Let us be anchored in truth, Lord God, and let us not get weary in well-doing. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. And then one of the things I always say for protection for myself is, Lord, put a guard over my mouth. <laughs> Ooh, Lord, put a guard over my mouth. Lord, put a guard over Lakeisha's mouth. 
so that I learn to walk into the fullness of you. Guard this mouth. Holy Spirit, check this mouth. Don't let me get too far gone. Holy Spirit, check this mouth. Don't let me get too far gone. Let me go. Because once I give him permission, because remember, we still have free will. He can. So, Father God, we thank you for the revelation. And that I hope that you take that and go back and reread this. God has given us some sound teaching to build our foundation up. Remember, we don't want no cracks in our foundation. We don't want no cracks in our foundation. No, no cracks. Um, Jess is dropping all the announcements. Ladies Bible study. Don't forget pillow talk for teens. My God, last day of registration, I think is March 13th. We're going to speak to your teen girls. We're going to teach them how to journal in the word. If you are a partner with us, there's a partner discount. It comes with a dope swag pack. Like it's a dope swag pack that we're going to be sending them out. Um, before the actual day, it will be virtual. It will be online. It'll be from nine to one, but I promise you they will enjoy themselves. We got somebody that's going to teach them how to manage their physical body young so that they are not in a position of where they're, they're, they're not taking care of their temple. We're going to teach them how to honor their temple in the word as young ladies, right? How they can be beautiful, but not compromised. Come on y'all beautiful, but not compromised. We want our young ladies beautiful, but not compromised. Beautiful, but not compromised. So, Pillow Talk team, tap into that. Um, also, if you are not subscribed to our daily devotionals, go to the website, click subscribe. We will not spam you. You are missing out on some amazing writers who are sharing their heart. We have some new writers that are coming to the scene and we don't want you to miss the writers, the revelation that's in the word. A lot of, lot of uh, Nikki Hill, the 13th, a lot of our writers, people will take that and use that as their little noonday munch. So get in there, um, get subscribed so you can get those daily devotionals. Lord God, we love you. We thank you. Two things. If the Lord places on your heart to partner with this ministry, go to the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com. You can go find out all the big things we're doing. Um, can I say that? Our latest project is we are working on opening up a soup kitchen so we can feed the homeless three meals. We are there. Coffee shop. Just so many other things. Go to the website. Go. We're doing some unusual things for God. Go over to the website and connect. So you'll see there are cash app us, dollar sign, LMJ ministry, M-I-N-I-S-T-R-Y. My second thing to you is if you have not accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, that's the most important. Can I, t- I don't want you to make another excuse. Well, I ain't right. I wasn't right either. I that there's not one of us that is not sin. I not right. Don't let the enemy give you excuses. Nah, I wasn't right either. Just show up. Just come. Just invite him in and let the Holy Spirit do. I got tattoos everywhere. I lived a life that was contrary to God. All this stuff. I could tell you so much depth to my story. Your eyes will get big, but y'all ain't ready for some of that. But um, but but who I am now is because Jesus turns. That's how I know Jesus was real, cause I was a hot mess and I couldn't get out of that on my own. I couldn't get out of that on my own. I could not get out of that on my own. So let me repeat after me, dear Jesus, I've sinned against you. I'm sorry for my sins. I ask you to come into my heart, take away my sins. I promise to love and follow you as best as I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. If you prayed that prayer, email us, info at justbeinglmj.com, and say, you know what? I accepted Jesus Christ in my life. And then we're going to package you up with materials, some materials, and send them because we want to make sure you properly disciple. I love you. God loves you. I love you. God loves you. I love you. But God loves you so much. Can I just, will you throw your hands up real quick and receive the refreshing? Father God, we thank you for refreshing us. We thank you for refreshing us. I feel the refreshing of the Holy Spirit. We thank you for refreshing and cleansing us from everything that tainted us and tormented us. We thank you for refreshing us. We receive this freshing, O oh Lord. We receive this freshing, O oh Lord. We receive the power of the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. Amen. Let me bless you out of my mouth. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face towards you and give you insurmountable peace. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. 
If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.